This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our family burrito listeners out there whose dad told you he got two sets of bad news on the day you were born. One, Elvis died, and two, he was having a girl. Welcome back to the family burrito. My name is Christine. My sister, Jesse, and I created this podcast as a way to heal our daddy issues, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, those are some major daddy issues. Yeah, how fucked up is that, man? Well, I mean, I didn't even think he was that big of an Elvis fan. He never even listened to Elvis. Jailhouse Rock must have been his, like, theme song, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. It sure wasn't nothing but a hound dog, right? <laughs> too many into windows <laughs> oh god listen we're gonna start this podcast off right so today jesse we have are doing something super special we are actually doing a video recording along with an audio recording because today is our one year family burrito podcast episode anniversary can't believe it it went by fast. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Like, okay, so remember when we were talking, and I don't think I even told you I was recording our telephone conversation, right? And oh, then, yeah. Yeah, remember? And then um, I played it back for you. And I was like, this could be a total podcast. Yeah, because we were talking about, like, botched boob jobs. Yeah, that's right. Shailene Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, she's still on that. She still talks about it sometimes because this Dr. Malavi, ooh, if I come for him, he might try to sue me. But like, yeah, he he's famous. Like he's, you know, he's not hurting for any money. It doesn't seem, but mm-hmm. um, he's uh, he's a, apparently done these things to women. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go look at his license, He's under like probation right now because uh-huh. he let somebody that wasn't a doctor like do plastic surgery. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, don't try to sue me, dude. I don't have, I don't have shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I rent my house. Yeah. I got, only got rent money. Yeah. Like literally. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you graduated welding school. Yeah, I did. Um, which is totally awesome. I think it should have been longer. I miss it. I miss everybody right. up there. It was weird waking up on a Monday and being like, what do I do? I watched a Lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah. About, yeah, it was some, about... some psycho ex-girlfriend trying to get her after her boyfriend who's ex-boyfriend who's with a new girl or something. Um, About some crazy stepmom that is trying to get her daughter on the cheerleading team. Oh, hell. Yeah. Oh, cheerleading team. Yep. It was one of those. It's on Hulu. It's pretty decent. Mm. 
this is why I messed up in the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the TV did raise you, Jesse, right? So was, like, what was the, the Cosby show? Raised, Cosby, Bill Cosby was your father, right? Yeah. And your mother was Roseanne Barr. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And what about Lucille right. Ball? Who was she? Just a crazy aunt or what? I feel like she was more of the mom, but, oh. but at the same time, maybe she was the grandma. She, cause she, yeah. she was born when our grandma was born. Yeah, yeah, during that yeah. classic, classy era. Yeah, and then um, I had like total. Um, what was that little girl's name? Um, Shirley Temple hair. Yeah. When I when uh, when I graduated, I got it um, curled, and I had uh, Shirley Temple vibes. And Grandma loved that, so I was like, "Oh man, she's probably living for this." And I went to play top golf. I was like, "Oh." She's definitely loving it That's right awesome. now. She's like playing yeah. golf and your hair, hair's curled. <laughs> when was this on Friday or what? Yeah, Friday. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have that big, um, <laughs> sorry, Uncle Robbie, but that God awful picture of Uncle Robbie, you know, that everyone's <laughs> had on the day in the damn family. It's that huge picture. I should have it with me right now to show the audience, but it's <laughs> in another room. But it's like god awful. He's in this tuxedo from 1970s and with all the ruffles and stuff. And he has big red hair and he's just smiling like this. Like that's the way he looks in the picture. And like the way he looks in all of his pictures, Jesse, it's so strange. Except for one picture where he was like posing with a guy and he was like smiling. And I was like, ooh, okay. Um, you know, definitely like a college pick. But um, but yeah, so I have that picture in my guest bedroom and on Friday, Jeff and his daughter came over and uh, his daughter brought her dog Cooper and it was the weirdest thing, Jesse, like the dog started looking at the picture and started growling and barking. Yeah, it was so strange. I wouldn't doubt if he's attached to that picture somehow because it used to hang mm. up in the closet at dad's house in that uh, hallway closet. Yes, because he didn't want to look at it, but he still wanted it hanging hanging up for like respect reasons. I don't know. Mm. Like, yeah, so hanging in the closet's respectful. <laughs> yeah, that's well. Oh my god, it's very fitting. He's in the closet, Jesse. Oh my god, holy shit! So I guess like you know, foreshadowing, if you will, wow. or after, after shadowing. Yeah. Um, but he, um, sorry, my back itched. It's a problem. Um, well, as long as it wasn't your vagina <laughs> off camera yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but going in that closet was so eerie yeah I feel like he was attached to that painting or that picture that painting but it almost looked like a painting yeah because of how it's done yeah you know? yeah like who would paint that <laughs> oh, it's Lord. so eerie dude it, it is it's and then weird. one time my mom, she has a picture of this like little girl is painting a little girl. She said, Sierra, my little sister, the one that was on the podcast mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. Um, she was like, yeah, Sierra's soul's in this painting. So we always make a joke <laughs> that her soul's attracted to right. painting. <laughs> Listen, so maybe Jackie. that's what's up with Robbie. <laughs> Listen, Jesse, if I die before you, I want you to have a picture of me, like with my tits out, and I want you to say that the sole of my vagina is in this picture. Okay, pretty please. <laughs> Got it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I and 
I need some nudes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Send nudes. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I remember one time I called into work and I can't remember what it was. Uh, I don't remember, but I called into work for some reason. And I was telling uh, my friend who I was working with at the time, Emily, I was like, Hey, sorry, I'm calling in. And I said, Wilson nudes. (laughs) Yes, please. You know, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was a good time, whatever, whatever was going on. Um, But anywho, yeah. But so for the audience, just an update, our uncle Robbie we he's the one that drove off the cliff under suspicious circumstances and jesse and i have a theory that he was actually probably gay and in the closet but he could never discuss that right well not well not in this family right and not in that decade either right the 80s well yeah 70s 80s yeah i know it sucks because if he just lived a little bit longer man everybody fucking love him yeah yeah <laughs> they'd be like yeah. we're so proud of you yeah You're different you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah hey, the <laughs> story no. goes, yeah the story goes he fell asleep at the wheel and i'm like but somehow drove off a cliff i don't know it just is very odd to me yeah i because he seems so because he was so athletic and yeah. so bright and smart like right. okay somebody that can like run super fast and do all of these things all of a sudden it just fell asleep at the wheel of the car and it didn't even seem to be that late at night either yeah Yeah. it was just like it was just always very suspicious even when I was a little kid and heard that story Mm -hmm. I'm not I was not a bright kid but (laughs) even to my even to my dumb ass self then I'm like that doesn't sound right yeah that don't make sense (laughs) (laughs) that that ain't right there yeah and then um you know, Grandma Lou would always like mourn his birthday and everything. Yeah, she was a real bitch on Thanksgiving. But I think she realized. I think she realized that he might have been gay. You think so? I think that she realized something was different because, like, she probably she that was her son, right? Like, she knew yeah. if, like, if we if I've never met him, and I knew that was suspicious. Mm-hmm. and she gave birth to the motherfucker like she mm-hmm. knows that like something was off right like, yeah yeah if i ever commit suicide no it wasn't me i was murdered <laughs> you were what burned M- murdered oh murdered okay yeah, yeah if i commit murdered. suicide yeah it was the government <laughs> oh jesus well you know what it might be but it sounds like so my uncle uh, one of my uncles actually is does consult work for the IRS, and he was actually telling me like, there's there's just no incentive to improve government. There's just no incentive. He's like, all they do is create more groups just to prove why they're needed and to spend more money. And he's like, it's a joke. Like, they don't. They all their meetings end with when they're going to retire and how much longer they have. And there's no creativity. There's no incentive. And so, you know, maybe it's not really a conspiracy, Jesse. Uh, maybe it's just an outdated system of lazy motherfuckers. They're not going to come get me because they're lazy. Yeah, they're too uh, <laughs> focused they on retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the Al Capone era. 
Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I think it's it was... people that people very comfortable with just getting a paycheck and that they don't, I mean, he was like, they don't have to earn. There's no incentive to earn. And so I was just, I just find that crazy. Like just, just, it's just, he said the system that was created with the IRS was like early eighties and no one's updated it since, you know? Yeah, man, that sucks. That's yeah. like, uh, like a virgin on repeat mm-hmm. for 20 years. Yeah. I feel like that's Anthony. I feel like he's done that. Yeah, <laughs> we can ask him how that feels. <laughs> I know. I know. He's so funny. I always like to play a game with him. I played it with him the other day. I took it. I was doing laundry or something and I had a Madonna concert and I'll like take a picture of like the TV of a random, like hard to figure out, right? Like which concert it was. And he always guesses it. It's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, if there was like, a way he could win money off of his knowledge. Yeah. yeah. He would win all of it. Yeah. Right. Somebody needs to create that game show. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I think him and Jeff, you know, both Aquarius, like our father. And I think they should have some sort of game show where guess if I'm bullshitting you or not. <laughs> and like create some sort of scenario that might be true or not true, or maybe half of it true. And we guess like what's true or not. Like, because they're both so convincing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I just wonder, like, what, what do you do for Gemini? Am I going to murder you or not? Uh, no, I think Gemini is like, how quickly can Gemini talk themselves into a corner? Oh, gee. Pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah. And then I think with, like, Leo, like, how quickly can we hurt a Leo's feelings, right? You know, because <laughs> allegedly, we, allegedly we're so, like, confident, but really we're, like, super insecure. Yeah, like cats. Yeah, we just lick our wounds. <laughs> you know? Fucking cats. Yeah, we were too freaking loyal, I swear to God. So I'm surprised my, my cat's not trying to show his butthole right now. Yeah. He only does that when I have uh, Carl. I have Carl and then Mr. Kitty. Oh, Lord, Mr. Kitty. Yeah. He's not as mean as Carl. Carl loves to show his butthole, especially when he's like, oh, is she recording something? yeah why did you name him carl by the way um from the carl from the walking dead okay okay yeah where'd you get mr he, kitty uh from the same area he came he was sick and he came up to michael and mm-hmm. he was like help me and then i fell in love with him oh <laughs> yeah how long have you still, had mr kitty um i guess like over a year now mm. a little over a year really when did yeah. you get him I think like I want to say August or September of last year. Gotcha. Because it was like right before it got cold. Yeah. And then yeah. he didn't want to ever like he was an outside cat. He's a feral cat. And then now he doesn't even want to go outside. And then if he does, he's back at the door in like two minutes, like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my cat, you know, he's an indoor cat. And I told you we got him a kitty tent. Well, the other day I accidentally left the back door open and because I left Juanita out there, my Mexican street dog outside and lo and behold, Taco, my cat was out there on the porch and yeah. And I was like, Hmm, I wonder if he'll come back in at some point. Well, when I started like shaking the bag food, he came running, you know, Hell yeah, it's crazy. That's how I trick my cats come inside. Sometimes they get the treats. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, um, if he's being really, a big asshole and he's supposed to come inside i'll open the can of tuna oh. then it can't resist 
And he's like, oh, yeah. you got me with that tuna can. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Well, we almost weren't going to record today because there was so much like chaos, like trying to get here. Like I had to work and, um, which I had a really great day at work. It was like one of those days where like, I love my job. I love my clients. I love helping people. Um, but it was just, just long. And even though it wasn't as many patients, patients as I normally have, it was just, um, well, I also had two students. So that was kind of, you know, it was okay, but I got a good walk in and things like that. And, um, and then I came home and it was interesting because I came home. Oh, cause Sophia was off school today. So we had dinner and I have that birthday of encyclopedia book. And I, whatever reason I opened it and it went right to grandma Lou's, you know, birthday, you know, the bitch from hell. And I started reading it and I got this horrible headache in the back of my head. And I was like, I'm going to go lay down. And I lay down and that's when you like texted me. You're like, I got to go change a flat tire for a friend. Yeah. No, maybe she was telling you, <laughs> she was like, oh, they're taking that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, my friend called me hysterically and she was just like. I have a flat tire and I don't know how to change it, but she was on the side of the highway. So that makes it mm. even scarier. Like you're that is really super scary. anxious. Oh God. And, um, yeah. And I was just like, I even told her, I was just like, well, make sure that if you're still in your car, have your seatbelt on, like, you know, just always have your seatbelt on, right. Just in case you get hit. And then Hopefully the seatbelt protects you. Oh for my the most god! Part. Because your friend Callie died on the side of the road. She did. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Tell, tell the tell the audience about that story. This is so crazy. Was this before or after Lauren died? This is after Lauren died. Hmm. Uh, side note: I just got Lauren's tattoo touched up. Oh my gosh! That's awesome. Yeah. Tell what does it say? Uh, it just has Lauren's name. Sweet. And then <clears throat> so and then I have this tattoo for Callie. Mm-hmm. but she was she actually passed away thanksgiving day mm. and um so her and her boyfriend lived in corpus christy texas and they're driving up to dallas to see her boyfriend's parents and um his mustang broke down and then um they went on the side of the road you know waiting for help and the tow truck was maybe like five minutes away, mm. but right before the tow truck got there, a semi smashed into Callie and Craig's. Mm. And then like, it looked like a drop top convertible. The car was almost completely gone, but Craig was DIA. Oh. And then, um, then they tried to resuscitate Callie, but there was, was no luck. <clears throat> and then um, her, her sister's, texted me on facebook or messaged me on facebook and they were like um you know we have some news to tell you or whatever and i just thought maybe it was like callie being dramatic because she's also kind of a drama queen right right and um but then her sister called uh calls me and she's like yeah you know callie passed away and she was like we just didn't know who else to call like any of her friends like you're the only friend we knew so I had to like call all the other people, you know, yeah. and let them know. But it was like right after Lauren died. Mm. So like everybody was kind of already 
don't know. I think Lauren got more of the spotlight than Callie did. A thousand percent. <laughs> well, you know, Lauren had cancer and how many times? Three times? Oh, yeah. And she was like a, just a, she was a nicer person too. Yeah. Her, yeah. her aura was so vibrant. I never forget when she cut my, I let her cut my hair and she gave me bangs and that was really cool. Like I had yeah, bangs cool. in forever, you know. I think that was the last time I had bangs is when she gave me bangs, you know? Yeah. Lauren knew how to cut hair. Yeah. She was awesome. Yeah. But, um, but Callie was also really pretty in her own way. Oh but... my gosh. Gorgeous. She was gorgeous. She's just a little cuckoo for coconuts. Well, she know? had a bit of a personality disorder, um, probably from, you know, trauma, <laughs> uh, trauma and abandonment wounds, you know, whatever. Yeah. What else is fucking me, right? Um, I tried not to judge her too much. You know, I was like, she was boy crazy and I was like I get that I'm also boy crazy you know we're in high school yeah but but when we got like when I was in college and she became my roommate before she moved in with Craig um Callie would do ridiculous things like change her phone number constantly so Craig couldn't get a hold of her and then um she would like act like she was drunk but she wasn't drunk like interesting interesting technique of her i might have to try that (laughs) very very attention seeking so after a while i got annoyed with it because i was like this is stupid (laughs) right 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 you know but then her and craig they got this weird romantic ending Mm. if you will because they were both kind of dramatic so i feel like the universe was like here's your tragic ending yeah that they probably both adored you think so? You think they oh. saw the semi coming? Oh God, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought about that. I hope it was quick and easy. Yeah, like a good night of sex. Yeah, like you yeah, know, and then like half conscious, not really knowing what's going on until the ambulance get there. You know? Yeah. How scary is that? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I couldn't imagine. Well, I'm happy that you helped your friend change her tire. And you said she was on the side of the highway. Yeah, yeah. And then um, that didn't take very long. You know, it was just traffic. Everything yeah. was packed. Like, people were going maybe like 10 miles an hour. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. I got yeah. a podcast to record people. Yeah, a one-year podcast anniversary. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's cool. Speaking of podcasts, Jesse, I don't know what's going on in the universe, but I am really, really, I'm so happy today. My happiness, I, I can so happy to say, is coming from within because I looked, I don't, I haven't, haven't really been promoting my pa- my podcast very much recently because I've been so damn busy, right? And I don't know what happened, but I get on there and my stuff is blowing up. Like I am almost at 20,000 downloads and people are downloading like a thousand episodes a week and I cannot believe it. And it seems it started with that chronic pain, like the polyvagal theory talking about recovering and healing for uh, chronic pain. And then I just produced one this morning um, with the, one of the co-founders of Health, talking about his journey, five-year journey with chronic pain. He was 24 years old when he was diagnosed with degenerative disc disease, and it led to him not being able to walk. And he had access to the best medical resources, you know, 
um, like even like some doctor from a baseball team, you know, and he still wasn't getting better. And he's like wow. an analytical person. He, you know, doesn't believe in woo-woo stuff. And what changed for him was someone sending him a research article about <laughs> mindfulness and how it can reducing stress and two times more than like medication. And so he started down this journey and now he's on this modern neuroscience um, pain journey and talking about the science. I mean, so what's really cool about Menda.health, it's an online evidence-based um, virtual non-opioid um, like website where you can go and for people who want to recover from chronic pain. And he said now, because on the episode, it's him telling his journey of recovering from chronic pain. And then I'm telling my journey of recovering from long COVID. And so it was really cool, like how our journeys intertwined, you know? And so, um, but it's really cool on Health because they have these pain recovery coaches. How cool is that? And um, yeah, and they have different programs. And he said now they accept insurance. So I, it's where it's at, man. And it's totally where it's at. But it's so cool that he had his own chronic pain journey. And actually, two of the other co-founders have had their own journey with recovering from chronic pain. So it's not like these, you know, executives that just like came up with this. Like, it's like real people that went through this real shift, you know? Yeah. And so, um, anyways, I have, like I was saying, I haven't even like promoted, I haven't even sent him the link to see, I had just now sent him the link and it's been out all day. I already have all these downloads. And I'm like, wow, I'm not even, I haven't even, I have just barely put it out. And I was just like, whoa, like, it's just, I'm just so happy and I'm so grateful. And I'm grateful that my happiness is coming from within and helping people by telling my story and others telling their stories and healing from that. Cause that's where connection is love is by telling our stories, you know, because we've all been through some shit, Jesse, and there's many paths to healing. And so I'm happy that people may get some tools and something that's different um, on ways to recover from whatever they need to recover from, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's, I think a lot of people just count, mindfulness and all of those things because they think that they're already doing that they think that yeah they've already tried this but they didn't dig deep enough or yeah well I think sometimes it takes coaching too right right and right and it's interesting because you know I'll have clients coming in and they're their meds never work. They're always wanting adjustment. They're like, it's not working. I'm like, well, what is it not helping with? And they're like, I don't know. I just, just know it's not working. And hmm. I find that very interesting because it's like, I swear it's like this, this lack, severe lack of worthiness, you know, um, from our childhood. And it's like this thing, the thing we didn't get from childhood, like they think, you know, it's, it's going to help. I don't know. I always explain it as, you know, the medications won't take it all away. We all have potholes and the medications just make those potholes a little smoother. And, you know, but the potholes will always remain. And there's, it's not just medication. It's a whole like dynamic of stuff. So, um, because I want people to understand, not have their expectations, you know, high. Um, so I think what I'm going to start doing when I start somebody on a new med, I'm going to ask them, what are your expectations for this med? So we're all on the same page and they know like, 
this med's not going to take it all away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Well, it, it's all, it's all an experiment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all just guinea pigs. Like a government conspiracy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me ask you one question before we end our episode. What is your favorite government conspiracy? I know you have one. What's your favorite government conspiracy? I can't, I want to hear this. Ooh, I guess 9-11. 9-11? Oh, okay. Tell me what the conspiracy is with that. Well, the, you know, our government had some, something to do with the bombs. They say that bombs were like planted uh, underneath the building because like engineers and things have said that planes hitting the building like that wouldn't have taken them like it wouldn't have crumbled like it did Mm. it would have taken that force from beneath but Mm. i think it's really interesting that um if that is the case then the government's willing to just kill americans for no reason or for oil yeah and then also uh and then the moon landing that's another good one. Oh yeah 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 they said that really didn't happen it was fake right yeah i don't know what to believe yeah yeah well i did did they just watch a hollywood production <laughs> you know it's interesting you say that because one of my um one of the doctors i work with he is from pakistan Mm -hmm. And we were having this conversation about like, you know, racism towards African-Americans, people of color. And we were kind of talking about India. And then um, I had a student from Pakistan a couple of years ago tell me that in her country, like they're taught, if you see a black person, you cross the street. And then, you know, then she talked about her own experiences of coming to United States and, and, and not experience never experienced like racism and discrimination before you know but I was telling my the one of the residents and um, the story and he said well you know why that is and I'm thinking I'm thinking it's some ing- he said it was Hollywood he said all of the movies like they watch over there the way they <laughs> depict black people is that they're thugs and criminals Jesse and so yeah. that's what they believe yeah yeah it's this yes the same in like south korea mm-hmm. i have a friend that's from south korea and her parents don't want her dating a black guy because all they know is what media has taught them yeah that's so crazy that's so yeah. crazy. so take everything you watch the grain of salt i guess yeah yeah Even then. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um that's awesome well anything else new going on with you before we end our lovely video audio podcast one year anniversary episode no i'm boring you're boring (laughs) that's okay that ain't shit unless everybody wants to watch me walk really quick (laughs) oh yeah how's your walking you okay okay how you broke your leg when what date july what july 5th July 5th. Okay. Yeah. And so where are you at now in your recovery? I, I'm, I, I'm walking. Like I'm just walking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any support or anything. That's awesome. Are you doing the crip walk? You know kind of. It's kind of a little bit of a. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. And you're like, it, nothing's wrong with my walking. My vagina just itches. <laughs> I have a lot of issues going 
<laughs> Just ask your cat, Mr. Pussy. I mean, Mr. Kitty. Oh my God, never mind. Freudian slip. Okay, honey. Well, baby girl, that's all I know. I love you so much. I'm so excited for this video podcast recording. This was great. Me too. I hope everybody enjoys it. All right, darling. I love you. Good night. I love you too. Bye. Bye.